I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good morning. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Thursday, October 15th, and these are the top stories the Chi-Chi team is watching right now. Rudy Giuliani's latest effort to dig more dirt on the Bidens weeks before the 2020 presidential election had some important backers, the biggest among them being the president of the United States. In recent weeks, Donald Trump was made aware of an alleged stash about Hunter Biden's foreign dealings and private life. According to two sources familiar with the matter, the president was adamant about getting it out to the public domain as soon as as possible. On Wednesday morning, the New York Post began printing a series of stories supposedly based on what was found in a hard drive from a laptop that Hunter Biden allegedly left at a repair shop. One source recalled the president recently asking about Hunter's hard drive. The president made clear that this latest attempt to sabotage the Bidens had his approval. Trump has consistently been supportive of the efforts of his lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, on trashing Joe and Hunter Biden before, during, and well after the impeachment proceedings. Even if the attacks don't manage to make an impact on the Biden presidential campaign, Republicans have already hinted that they would continue hammering away at it after the election. Three Trump advisors told the Daily Beast that it was their hope that Hunter-related materials would continue to haunt Joe Biden after November 3rd as to create nuisances or further investigations during his presidency. But some people in Trump world said they wished that the president, his campaign, and the White House would just move on from the Hunter situation, saying that it is not what will help Trump win a re-election, especially during a declining U.S. economy and global pandemic. This is totally petty and illustrates how he does not focus on what's important. After the Biden campaign announced a town hall with ABC News following President Trump declaring that he would not participate in the second debate between them because it was going to be virtual, the president and his team made plans to create yet another media spectacle. NBC News announced Wednesday that it will hold a town hall with the president on Thursday at the same exact time that a town hall with former Vice President Joe Biden will air on ABC News. NBC's programming decision plays right into Trump's hands. According to multiple sources familiar with the president's line of thinking, Trump has told close associates that he wishes to counter-program the Biden town hall and score higher TV viewership numbers, and then use such a contrast in ratings to humiliate his Democratic opponent. And then Trump wants his team to boost those numbers, but only if his ratings beat Biden's event. I'm not totally sure how that's supposed to help his presidential campaign, but whatever. Advisors to President Trump reportedly expressed concern for the U.S. economy in private briefings with major Republican donors while the president was telling the public the coronavirus pandemic was, quote, very much under control. 
The New York Times reports that Trump administration officials, including National Economic Council Chairman Larry Kudlow, told top Republican campaign financiers in February that the virus's upcoming impact on the economy was still unknown. The sobering assessment offered to investors behind closed doors reportedly led many in the investment world to sell off or short stocks. The day before the meeting, Kudlow said in a television appearance that the virus had been contained in the U.S. and was nothing to be concerned about. The move echoes the trades of several senators following closed-door coronavirus briefings. University of Alabama's Nick Saban announced Wednesday that he had tested positive for COVID-19. In a statement, the legendary football coach, who was 68, said he found out earlier in the day that he had tested positive and, quote, immediately left work and isolated at home. The coach said he's experiencing no symptoms of the disease and is looking to confirm his diagnosis with a second test. The team's offensive coordinator will take over in Saban's absence. The college has become a hotbed of coronavirus infections in recent weeks, and athletic director Greg Byrne tested positive the same day as Saban. An 11-year-old boy from Maryland Heights, Missouri, was fatally struck by a vehicle Tuesday after running away from home out of frustration at being grounded. Zalen Weisman's family said that he had left a note saying he was running away to see his father in Cape Girardeau, located over 100 miles away. He was struck by a vehicle about two miles into his journey while walking along an interstate. His mother, Garmisha Terry, says Zalen had been grounded for taking a credit card from his legal guardian, Terry's cousin, to buy video games. Zalen's great-grandmother said he was, quote, a very intelligent little boy, as smart as a whip, and that the family was, quote, still in shock. I take it that if he had to lie, then he knew it's not cool. A Southern California man agreed to plead guilty to lying about his membership in two white supremacist groups in order to obtain a security clearance. Decker Hayes Ramsey, who is 23, filled out an electronic questionnaire for investigations processing in April 2018, a requirement for many companies that contract with federal and state governments. In his questionnaire, he said that he had never been a member of any white supremacist organizations. In reality, according to the Justice Department, Ramsey had belonged to Vanguard America, which believes in a whites-only America and was linked to the deadly 2017 riots in Charlottesville. Dude was also a member of Aryan Underground, a neo-Nazi group. Ramsey is expected in court in the coming weeks and will face the statutory maximum sentence of five years in prison for making false statements. That's all for this morning. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. 